MR Nation, it is episode 700. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am fired up to bring you your special episode, episode 700. Yeah, 700 episodes later, we are still going on strong. I remember when I first started this episode way back in 2015, it was, yes, uh, seven years ago, people asked me whether, uh, how long I'd be doing this. And I was like, hey, you know, I love the network marketing profession was done for people that I had known, people from me, allowed me to make an impact on others. And I told them I'm going to be doing it forever. So it's been, uh, we're going to our eighth season right now, and we're still going on strong. Now, I'll share a little bit about um, how this came about, how ML Nation really came about the whole idea. Uh, but today's episode, I'm going to give you updates and also talk about how leaders stay consistent. Because out of like 700 episodes, actually up to 699 episodes until today, Every leader that I've interviewed said consistency is the number one factor. Without consistency, nothing will work. Whether you know, you're building face-to-face, you're building an Instagram, you're building on TikTok, you're building on Zoom meetings or home meetings, hotel meetings, home parties, or health demos, or showing up at the booth, none of it works if you're not consistent, right? And by the way, all those, all those different methods I shared with you, they all work, but you have to be consistent. So... Let's talk about a few things here before we start off. I'll give you some exciting updates. Uh, The first update is I am coming out my new book, The Consistency Pill. If you follow me on social media, you probably know about it. It's coming out in June. It's basically covers over 20 years. As you can say, 19 years, right? I've been an entrepreneur for 19 years. This is coming to my 20th year uh, of business experience. And a lot of stories of how I got started. And really, the consistency pill is sums up what leaders do. And what, how do leaders stay consistent? Uh, because if you don't take this consistency pill, and by the way, that's just a metaphor. You're actually not taking this pill. Uh, but you're never going to be successful. But anyway, the book is coming out in June. And I actually create a free book club where you can get goodies, updates, excerpts, a lot of free stuff behind the scenes, the whole process, the lessons I learned writing the book. And by the way, it was not easy. It took me over two years to get it done. Um, hey, I struggle with it. I share a lot of struggles with you. These are things that you can apply to your business. And even though you not may, may not be writing a book, but you definitely need to be posting on social media. These are things that can help you in your routines of social media, uh, working on any part of the DMO, right? Invites, follow-ups. Uh, and hey, the book club is free. Just uh, go to mlnation.com forward slash club, right? Or go to the show notes page. The link will be there. We just had our first goodie released this week. And uh, people have been loving it, giving great feedback. And the next one is going to come out every Wednesday. So every Wednesday, there'll be free goodie, whether it's an excerpt, whether it's a nugget or something you won't, you never get anywhere else uh, to only people in this free insider book club to the consistency panel. So make sure you check that out. All right, let's talk about Talking about consistency, like even the ML Nation, let me share with you how the story, how ML Nation got started, all right? So how did ML Nation get started? I'll, I'll tell you the important thing is you must invest in yourself, all right? Invest in yourself. And um, when I talk about investing, if you want to be a big, big player, right? Big player, meaning like uh, 
GitHub leader. You must invest in yourself in some way. Now, investing in yourself has many different levels. Uh, the lowest level would be by buying a book, buying a book or buying an audio book and listen to it. Or even the lowest level would be listening to something free like this uh, podcast, ML Nation, or getting a, reading a blog or looking at YouTube videos. That's the lowest level. And it's a good place to start. But if you want to really get to the next level, you have to actually invest in yourself, meaning you have to pay for it. Okay, that's the reality. I mean, uh, we all know all you know, free stuff is good, but there's always a price, right? And normally the prices, it's not like you're going to get ripped off or something. The prices, it takes longer to do it because you don't have the hands-on guidance, right? Like listening to this podcast is awesome. I'm putting value to you, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. You know, We have like millions of downloads. Be there supporting every one of you, right? And by the way, nothing wrong with podcasts, nothing wrong with watching videos. I do that myself. Uh, I invest in different things. For one of the things I started investing in the last year was crypto, big time into crypto. I invested, I learned, I listened to podcasts, I listened to YouTube videos, but I also got a coach because that saves me a tremendous amounts of time, tremendous amounts of time, especially with crypto, the technology stuff, technical stuff. I had no idea. Uh, it's a shortcut to success. So all leaders invest in themselves. Again, it can start off by the lowest level is free. But free, a lot of times, it's the more expensive way to do it in the long run because you lose time, right? I'll give you an example. And it's like going to, um, I could watch a YouTube video, be three videos to try to figure out, or I can simply ask my coach one question and he'll tell me what it is, right? Save me an hour of my time that I could be, I would never get back. You could always get money back. I think six, people who are successful realize you can always get money back, but you can never get time back. And time gets more precious the older you get. And uh, by the way, speaking on a side note, something that I got into recently was um, the book, great book by Lifespan. And uh, that is about living longer. So I have a goal. I have a goal. I don't know if this is going to be real or not. I want to have a goal to live to 150 years old, right? 150 years old. And uh, that book totally changed the way I thought about things and about what we can do scientifically. I changed uh, lifestyle habits, eating habits. There was a lot of stuff I was doing already, but a couple of things I am definitely going to double down and triple down on. And I think living to 150 years old, it's because I want to see, it's like the world is so exciting, right? I want to see so many changes. I want to see changes in how the direct selling profession involves. I want to see changes in the lives of people that have impacted, right? Like as I'm getting older now, a lot of people that I've helped are much younger than me, half my age, some of them. I want to see their life change. I always want to see how the world changes with um, the crypto, how the world, and I really believe the blockchain is is the future, okay? Uh, now, I'm not telling you to invest in blockchain or get into um, certain type of network marketing companies. I'm just saying, I, I believe this is like the internet. When I was growing up, I didn't have internet. I didn't even understand it. Uh, no no clue what it was. And this is where blockchain is right now, okay? Most people don't understand it. And still, it's like a kind of shady, shady world, wild, wild west right now. But it is, that's why it's really murky. It's kind of a very, very risky, to risk uh, to invest in it, but I, I believe it's the future, and I, I want to see how things change, right? How things change. So anyway, uh, off tangent there, making some lifestyle changes, living longer, and to see where things are. So the longer, the older you get, I think, because life is time is just goes by quicker. If anyone who have kids, you realize that. Like my oldest son is almost eleven now. I still remember when he was born, and I still remember when he was only five and just get started with baseball, and now he's almost. You know, 11, almost 11 you. Uh, actually, in fact, he 
This is pretty cool. He got invited to a special clinic and baseball tournament, a nationwide tournament of only the best players um, for his age. Now, it's not like he's going to be a professional yet, right? But for his 11U um, age level, one of the best in the country, he got invited to a special clinic in Florida in the summer. So I'll be going to him with that for like a five, a whole week long tournament. It's like a five day, five day tournament with clinics and stuff. So super excited. But getting back to time just goes by fast and you want to save time. Right, so there's different levels of investing yourself. I shared like the free stuff, but a book or a book, right? A course is the next level, a course, and then you got coaching, and then you go to like events are really important. Events you, now that the you know your company is opening up, a lot of pandemic is over, people are doing events. You gotta go to your company events. It's so important. The one connection you meet. I remember my first event. I just went to a two-day vacation to San Diego, a little getaway during spring break. And that always brings back so many memories when I go to downtown. And we stayed right there. And I was sharing with my kids. Down, we stayed at the Marriott Marquis. And I was staying at downtown right next to the convention center. I'll never forget this. In 2004, it was my first company, network marketing company event. And actually, it was the first event I ever went to in my career. I've never been to like a business event before, conference. And it changed my life because it was one conversation during dinner that opened my mindset about network marketing. It increased my belief about network marketing. And I was never the same afterwards. And right after that, before then, I was the most I made was like $100 a week. Right after that, I made a $1,000 check because my belief in the whole profession. So that was an example, right? And, and the funny thing is when you go to events, invest in yourself, you just never know what is um, what you're going to get. It's not, often not it's not like the speakers and stuff. You know, the speakers is great. I don't remember a thing from that event, 2004. The only two things, I don't remember a thing from the stage. All I remember was I saw one of my mentors, right? One of my mentors was still prospecting. This guy was a multiple six-figure earner, still prospecting. And I must say multiple, earning 25000 a month. And to me, that was a huge amount of money back then when I was making like $100 a week and still prospecting during the breaks, uh, setting the example for me, right? That's, that's what that's a leader. You can't get into management mode. If I didn't see that, hey, I probably wouldn't be where I was today. But he was a guy I really, really looked up to. I never met him in person. I just heard him on the call. I actually didn't talk too much. I was like one of his uh, below, 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 down, 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 down line, right? He had like 20,000 people, but still see him working it. Uh, was very inspiring. And then at the dinner where I met someone that was on a millionaire already, uh, had the million dollar in assets, uh, owned horses and stables, but still doing network marketing because she, because she wanted the residual income. And that to me just shattered my mindset because I thought that network marketing was for poor and broke people like me, not for someone who's made it already, had a million dollars, million, was a definitely seven figure net worth. She sold a very successful company, and, but still doing network marketing. And that was, um, those two things shattered it, shattered my belief. And so I encourage you, you have to go to your events. That's one way to invest in yourself. Um, invest, you know, go to coaching, coaching, whatever it is you need to do, invest in yourself. Because leaders do that, right? So it goes full circle. Uh, how related to ML Nation was when I started coaching, and I've been doing this for 10 years now, full time for nine years, 10 years coaching. ML Nation was basically started uh, on a plane ride, right, after I invested in myself. Now, I'll share with you, coaching business is so, so, so much harder than building a network marketing business. And you see so many coaches out there, and I all respect them, the great coaches who started coaching uh, since I started, and then they had to go back to doing network marketing. 
because network marketing is way, way easier than r- running a coaching company, coaching business. So when I first started, I was like, oh, I can do this because I built a seven-figure network marketing business uh, with residual income. I can do a coaching. It was one of the hardest things I did, okay? Way, way hard doing coaching. And I was struggling, okay? The network, thank goodness to the residual income from my network marketing business was paying for my mortgage, um, paying for the expenses, but coaching was really difficult. And I remember that time, I knew about investing in yourself. I went to events. I had this, uh, I had this little coach as well, group coaching. And I realized that there was an opportunity for me to join a mastermind where it was more one-on-one coaching and a group coaching as well. And it was over $20,000 and I didn't have the money. But it got to the point where I was helping coaching clients, but I was stuck in my ML Nation business. And it was, I was sick of being tired, of being tired, sick of being tired, of sick of being tired, whatever that phrase is. And I said, I got to do this. So I didn't even have the money because all my residual money was paying for a mortgage and stuff. I was like, hey, I should just go back to network marketing, but I'm not going back because I, I know that God's purpose for me was to have a bigger impact. So with that bigger impact, you know, my company was just a small percentage of a huge you know, billion dollar industry here. I, I need to go this. I need to do this. What's God teaching me? I need to change. I need to change something. So and that's something for me. Once I make a decision, I don't change. I'm going all out. I don't quit. So I was, um, I invested in myself. I, I actually borrowed money, you know, 20 something grand. Uh, there was a payment plan and invested in myself. And during that first year, I still remember this was 2013, 2014. I actually didn't learn that much in that coaching, but I did get some good relationships. Okay. It did inspire me, get me start thinking differently. And then I decided to renew again the next year. Uh, now, after the first year, I got better, started you know, doing better, but it wasn't like a big aha moment, but it was that second year of redoing that coaching. And at that time, actually, the price went up a little bit, but at that time, I, the second year, I didn't need to borrow money. I had the money, right? So the business was definitely better. There was a game changer. That's when I got the idea. I met someone at that, again, it was someone I meet at that, at that event, one of the mastermind sessions that gave me the idea for a podcast. And I remember flying on the plane to Australia, Sydney, doing an event. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. I uh, came up with a name, came up with a format and everything. And then the rest is history. So the idea for ML Nation podcast came out on October 2014. I still remember the plane ride to Sydney. This is right after my mastermind meeting, meeting that person, gave me the idea, suggestion. I think we got to change. And uh, we spent four or five months preparing, learning. Now, this was 2014, when podcasts weren't that common, and uh, they weren't very common. There actually weren't any were the network marketing podcasts. That that there maybe it was one or two other ones, but they weren't that cons- one. Yeah, there's not many out there. And uh, we became the first to interview leaders. We're the first ones to now. It's pretty cool. You see everyone doing it, interviewing different leaders and guests. But we were the first one back in 2015. And here's a lesson: It's like during that time, all I focused on for four months, four and a half months was podcast, podcast, podcast. I didn't do so many things. I think people uh, asked me a question recently that which uh, they have challenges with social media, doing so many different platforms, right? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, getting them on. It's like, don't do that. Focus on one, get good with one thing really, really well before you moved on. Because mastery takes like laser focus, consistent laser focus. And if you're doing so many different things, it's impossible to do well. You know, one of the things I talk about in the book, The Consistency Pill, is like if you wanted to, like I'm not a good chef. I cannot cook. 
But if I wanted to cook really, really well for you, you're coming over to my house for dinner, I wouldn't be able to go and, you know, cook so many different dishes, right? And, and just say you're coming in one month's time, I want to impress you. Uh, maybe one week's time, I want to impress you. I wouldn't be able to cook, cook so many different dishes. I would be able to cook one dish really well. And I'll cook it for my family, for my kids every single night, right? If I was going to cook like beef with broccoli, right, or Chinese beef and broccoli, seven days, seven nights a week for my family, then within a week, I'll be pretty good at it. And within a month, I'll be a super expert at that dish, right? I'll be cooking it at like a five-star restaurant level, beef and broccoli, if I just focused on that. But if I did everything else, like I want to cook a steak, I want to make cook some steamed fish, I want to do Mexican, a little Italian, and, the, and then within one week, I still wouldn't be cooked anything really well. So focus on one thing. That's, the, that's what we did at ML Nation. We focused for five, four and a half months. Started October, and on the fifth month, in uh, March 30th, 2015, was our first episode, ML Nation. And now we're on to our eighth season. So anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of it. So talk about consistency, right? Well, how do leaders stay consistent? It's very simple. They have a routine. Everything has a routine. If you're consistent in anything you do, you have a routine. Create that routine for the DMO, right? By the way, you don't have a DMO in list of uh, the income produced activities, a system. You can go to the show notes page here. I'll, have, I'll put the link in there. Uh, or you can just head over to mlnation.com forward slash DMO. But you got to have a system, a DMO, and then you put it in your calendar and you create a routine and it's non-negotiable. Like one of my coaching clients talked about, give a shout at Janice Coleman. She says, it's, you got to be a tyrant. The, the calendar's the tyrant. You got to listen. It's a boss. It's a mean boss. You got to listen to the boss. The boss says you got to do this. It doesn't matter what comes up. You got to work on that DMO. You know, treat your business like a job. And you got the worst tyrant boss, and that says you got to do work on a DMO. You got to do it. It's time to post something on social media. You got to do it. There's no if and if, if whatever, right? And that's what leaders stay consistent. If you listen to all the uh, episodes, almost every leader they focus on the DM. They either do two things. They either focus on the DMO, the list of income-producing activities first thing in the morning, or they do a routine for self-care. Right, whether it's prayer, meditation, or exercise to get the day, and then they work on the DMO. There's nothing else, nothing else. I mean, maybe they have to take the kids to school, but generally most of them wake up earlier before the kids wake up to exercise or work on the DMO before the kids take the kids to school. There's no exceptions. I cannot think of any exception other than that. Okay, though they're waking up, they're doing 20 follow ups before they make breakfast, then they're doing it in the bed, or they get up and make their coffee and sit down and work. Or they make the coffee and then they read, read the Bible or pray and meditate and then they exercise and then they work on the DMO. It's either or those two things. They're either taking care of themselves or they're working on that income-producing activities at DMO. That, that's how you stay consistent. It's got to be urgent priority. Now, if you have a job, right, you may not be able to do that, right? You may not be able to have that luxury to uh, go exercise and stuff. You got to be at work. Well, get up earlier. Wake up earlier. There's no excuse for it. you. Can, everyone can wake up 15 minutes earlier to work on that DMO, right? You, you put that DMO into your routine. It could be during your lunch hour. That's what I did. Lunch, I actually, when I first started off, I didn't do that. But I first started off, I had 4.30 p.m. I put into my lunch hour. I, uh, during the time, it was kind of like a lunch hour. My, my work, that was like a, it was kind of weird late lunch hour, but that was my break. 4.30 p.m., I did it. Later on, as my schedule changed, during my lunch break at 12-something, but my real lunch break, right? Like a normal lunch break, I would do 15 minutes there. 
So one of my top leaders, I worked with him, right? During lunch hour, instead of one hour lunch, you eat lunch at his desk, right? Relax a little bit, look at ESPN.com, check some emails, and then you go outside and prospect, make phone calls for 30 minutes. You have to create a routine in the calendar, and the calendar is the boss. There's no if and I, you have to listen to that and work that first thing in the morning, right? And, and as I grew, I realized I would wake up in the morning, I would be reading, and then immediate follow-ups, right? Self-care. I, I didn't know about personal development when I first started. But later on, I got that routine, and that's how I become one, a very consistent reader. You, like reading, it's an, you want to be a consistent reader of personal development. Here's a tip for reading, right? If you have, if you have trouble focusing like the way I am, I, I can't read, people get surprised. I read over 50 to 80 books a year. I've been doing that for almost 20 years now, for 18 years, 50 to 80 books a year. How I do read so much is I can't even read more than 10 minutes at a time because people are shocked. But the key is I read for 10 minutes. I read it every single day. I have a routine. It used to be before I had kids, first thing in the morning. I even, I would get out of my apartment. I had a tiny, tiny apartment. Some of you have seen pictures of it when I first started. I was like broke, tiny apartment. And I would go across the street. Now, I live in Los Angeles. So the weather's nice. Um, so year round, I'll maybe, even if it was colder, it would be the 50s at most. But I'll go across the street to another apartment where they had like a nice little entrance, bench. I'll sit on the steps by the bench, right? So the bench sometimes wasn't that comfortable, but I had steps, I remember, on Iowa Street, off Iowa and um, Bun- off Iowa and Bundy, Colorado. That's where the street, Broadway, Colorado and Iowa. There's an apartment complex that sit on the stairs and I will read for 10 minutes. And that's it, only 10 minutes. And then I'll go back and start working my DMO. You create that routine. Even today, nowadays, I take morning naps. After my nap, I read for 10 minutes. Okay, create that routine. That's how leaders stay com- consistent. So uh, I just want to share that with you. I don't want to give you too much stuff, but I appreciate you for listening. This is episode 700. And um, there are yeah, a couple of other personal things that, that would help you out and share something that happened in my personal life. Uh, but um, since the last, last time we did one of these behind the scenes, I think the last one was the recap of 2021. Uh, my life has been busier than ever. Okay, uh, My second son is doing travel baseball as well. So we got the youngest one doing Little League, two older ones doing full-time travel. And it's, um, it's a, it's the life is crazy, but it's fun and it's memorable. And, uh, and by the way, you create a routine, right? So my second son, when I take him to practice, um, I would love to coach, but I just can't coach there, right? Cause I'm coaching with my oldest son. I go there and I drop him, drop him off and I work in the car. I just sit in the car and I've, for two hours, sometimes I'll take a break. I'll watch him practice. Then go back in the car. I do my, do what I need to do. And every Monday, it's the same certain type of activities. There's a routine. There's a social media. A lot of times I do my social media and the reels right then. Because that's the routine. Because the routines create consistency. Right? But life has been really busy. But it's been a blast. My oldest son finally hit his first home run at practice. Um, and that is, again, consistency. We work almost seven days a week on baseball swings since he was five, uh, almost six years old. When he was five, almost 26, and it's been um, almost five years we've been doing that. So you can count how many swings you've done. We do at least 25, uh, the minimum, to like 100 swings a day for five years, almost seven days a week. Uh, he, anyway, he hit his first home run. That was really cool. And that's another lesson. Success is invisible. I was teaching the kids that. You, do, you work on your business every single day. You may not see the results, but you're getting better. You're getting better. Right? Maybe you're not as fearful. Maybe you're more bold. 
Maybe your selfies are a little bit better. Maybe you are uh, you overcome rejection a little bit better. But it all matters. Everything counts. Everything you do counts. Every day you show up, it counts. You're getting a little bit better. Then all of a sudden, one day, it's like learning how to swim. You got it, and you never forget. Like learning how to ride a bike, you got it. You never forget. Right? For my son, he was learning to hit power. He never hit a home run in his life before. Never. Even in practice. Even the easiest pitches, fastest pitches, never hit out of the park. On Wednesday, this past Wednesday, uh, it was, what day was that? March, uh, March 30th, he hit his first home run. And then March 31st, and actually after he hit his first one, he was surprised. He hit eight that day. Eight out of 70 pitches. And the next day we went back, he, uh, we, only, we didn't have much time. We did 15 pitches because he worked a lot on defense. He hit four out of 15. It's like learning how to ride a bike. All of a sudden you get it. The same thing with your prospecting, making that sale. All of a sudden you get it. Doing that TikTok, trying to get all of a sudden you get it, right? Uh, so speaking about TikTok and Reels, I did a good webinar. It's recorded. If you want to check it out, I'll put it in the show notes page. It's been very popular. One of my uh, best, most popular, helpful webinars, how to uh, use TikTok and Reels to gr- get customers. Uh, but by the way, because it works. I've been telling people, my coaches, for example, people who do coaching with me one-on-one, they do Reels instantly to get customers. It may not happen the first week, but second, third week, new customers. I just had a um, someone did coaching with me, three new code market customers just from doing Instagram Reels. Okay, another one from TikTok. So you got to do it. You got to give it time. You got to stay consistent. The first time you do it, you may not get it. It's like I said, success is invisible. So anyway, I created two new Instagram accounts just for fun. Okay, uh, one is for my son. Actually, this one's not for fun. For my son, uh, it's actually kind of fun, but it's really to help market his baseball stuff. And um, started doing reels at the end of the year. Uh, one of my friends, so Kelvin, I don't think he's listening. He's not in network marketing. He may not even listen to inspire me over the break when I was in Vancouver. Why didn't you do reels for Instagram? Because I was posting videos for uh, my son's, my son is Ethan, uh, for his baseball stuff. And again, it's part of like recruiting, right? Getting his name out there will help him with high school. If he's good, ever good enough to in college, hey, it's like a kind of baseball diary for him. Hopefully it will help him. But also for me to learn about marketing, seeing what the latest trends are. And um, so, and by the way, you can, again, read or learn all about it, or you can just do it, learn by doing. And instantly, his reach was at least double or triple what his videos were. So instead of uploading a video, I was uh, doing reels for um, his videos, for his highlights, and instantly triple. And then, then I got it. It's like success is invisible. I got it, got it, got it. Did a couple of days. Well, I got one, which was over 10 times his uh followers. So he, he has about 200 followers now, got 2,000. I think I just got learning that once you get it once, you get it. He has a career that's over 5,000 views okay? and he's only 200 followers. And uh, and so he's, since then, he's got a couple that's over 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. It's been cool learning that. So I'm telling you, it's a great way to get exposure, exposing what you do. Uh, and when you're doing the TikTok reels, don't be just, don't be too salesy. Okay, please make it fun. For those who get results and make it fun. And that's how to co-market, they comment, they like it, and then you can reach back out to them. I also, in talking about fun, created a new uh, sports card account. So, so much fun. One of the funnest things I've done, right? But it's also teaching me about social media. So in the past, I'll follow sports cards accounts on my main Instagram account, but then I'll find myself it's all mixed in to people in my network marketing leaders I'll follow. So I just create a separate account. By the way, I'm not encouraging you to do this because it does take up time, but I just created one uh, I collect, I'm a big sports card collector, got back to the hobby like a little bit, uh, almost two and a half years ago. Um, brings back tons of memories of my childhood. 
and I'll create a separate account so that I could, I, the algorithm will only show me sports cards people. And since then, it's been amazing connecting with these. I've been following this. I, I used to just think there's big time investors. I found out guys who just collect, you know, quote unquote, worthless cards. But in terms of memories, they're priceless. Some really, really cool cards, right? Like I found it connected with this person. I never, ever expected from Hong Kong. Um, it was like a Chinese guy who grew up in New Jersey, had all these baseball cards from the 80s that if you haven't known anything about cards, cards in the 80s are worthless. And uh, baseball cards are worthless. Okay? Basketball cards are worth something, but baseball cards are worthless. And uh, football cards are also worth something. But anyway, baseball cards are worthless. But he posted some of the coolest baseball, worthless baseball cards that I had. It instantly brings back to my childhood. And we connected. Really cool guy. He actually bought all thousands of cards. To, he moved to Hong Kong and bought thousands of them to Hong Kong. And he posts them every single day. And you clam, basically. So you want to meet people. I talk about clam. You comment, like, add a message. You follow on Instagram, you follow, like, heart, and you send, you know, you follow them. You send them a little message. And by the way, we don't know what a clam is. Go in. It'll be in the show notes page. I'll put it in there. And connected. And since I'm connected with so many cool people, it's just been fun. And allows me, oh, I've also been posting reels there, experimenting with different um, stuff. So I'm kind of on top of what's happening with the algorithms, right? Uh, but that's a fun way for me to learn and grow at the same time. Uh, I'll put the link. If, you want, if any of you are into sports or sports cards and know what I do in my free time, uh, whether it's my, with my son or sports cards, you can follow them. It's been a really cool meeting people and seeing how Reels and Instagram, those social media platforms are evolving. So anyway, that's all I got for you. Appreciate for you uh, for listening. Thank you for sharing these episodes as well. It's epi- you know We're on to season eight now. This is episode 700. And I was going to have a special guest here, but really the special guest is you for being part of this amazing profession, for your dedication to learning, growing, and uh, making an impact on others. So thank you for listening. Make sure, hey, you become a part of the book club, the consistency pill. You don't want to miss that. A lot of free goodies. Uh, that I won't be sharing. I haven't been sharing with anyone else. Really, behind the scenes books, business tips that you can apply to your network marketing as well, and you get an excerpts. Uh, yeah, the excerpts gonna come out this uh, coming Wednesday on uh, April six. It is so definitely go check it out. And if you miss them, uh, if you, you listen to this episode afterwards, there's always we can get them back. Just become a part of book club and email me, and I'll get you the goodies that you missed. Okay, again, it's mlnation.com forward slash club. So with that note, I am out of here. Be blessed. Thank you for listening. Thank you be part of this amazing profession. And hey, I'm Simon Shen. I'm loud and proud to be part of our profession. Now it's over to you. Take what you learned, go apply it, and have a positive impact on someone's life. God bless you all.